This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Well, let's move to the defensive side before we give our predictions. Defensively, you're going to face Mason Rudolph. Um, they did announce today that Kenny Pickett, even though he was limited the last two days, he's going to be out for this game. Mason Rudolph is undefeated versus the Cincinnati Bengals and his starts. Still terrifies me when a backup, backup quarterback is out there. And this defense at times has struggled with explosive plays. Um, I still think they can run the ball. You're going to be without DJ Reader out there. It's obviously a huge loss, even though they did go pretty much the whole entire game against the Minnesota Vikings and were able to win that one and stop them on third and one, fourth and one at a huge time in the game. But when you think about this defense and the matchup versus the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, what are your expectations? Man. I don't think the Steelers' offense is going to do much. At least I don't. I would hope not. It's the running <laughs> um, game, honestly, for me. Yeah, yeah, that is the big one. With Reader out, can you stop their run game? And it was hit and miss against the Vikings. I felt like towards the end they did it when it mattered, like you were talking about those quarterback sneak stops. But throughout the game, it also felt like Ty Chandler was fine. Like he he had a good game might end up having the best game of his career in that game against Cincinnati. So I have a lot of worry about that, about their ability to stop the run. I do feel like they should be able to load the box and not pay for it. You know, Mason Rudolph, he's never, even when he was fully confident starting every game, never been a guy that really shredded teams with his arm. I still remember being at that Monday, I think it was a Monday night football game against the Steelers. I was at Heinz field and the Bengals lost bad to Mason Rudolph. And all he really did were just tap passes on jet sweeps. And he ended up with like 300 or 250 yards and two touchdowns. It was like the average yards that he threw for was probably behind the line of scrimmage. Like, was it 2019? I think so. It was the year before Burrow. Yeah. So that was terrible. Well, I might be going back. We're, I'm still waiting on news. 
What's your record at games when the Cincinnati Bengals are playing the Pittsburgh Steelers? Oh, 0 and 1. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. The, it's not it was, like you're not it was like a terrible game. Yeah, that, that's okay. But that's okay. My record at the at Paul Brown slash Paycor, undefeated and uh, winless outside of that. So we're, if I go, hopefully changing that around. <laughs> um, but like I mentioned, Mason Rudolph, not really going to worry you with his arm. Like we talked about a little bit there, the run game. That's the big one. Yeah, if they I can run the ball, you know, you're going to make things really difficult on yourself. Don't let this be a George Pickens rebound, bounce back after his comments about not wanting to tank the situation. <laughs> I can't imagine. Could you imagine if a Cincinnati Bengals, if a T. Higgins, um, Jamar Chase, I think about that Jamar Chase. I, I don't know. It was it the Jamar Chase block down the field against the Detroit Lions when Joe Mixon yeah. scored. I think yeah. about that all the time. I can't imagine if one of the wide receivers on the Cincinnati Bengals team said that after a game. And there's already question marks with his play. Pickens playing his attitude on the sidelines. I just don't want this to be a game where it's like his redemption game and he's back and all the Pittsburgh fans are like, oh, yeah, this is who we have as a wide receiver. I love the drama. I love everything I'm seeing over there. Um, so you, the wide receivers don't scare you at all with the corner corner matchup? They're solid wide receivers, but I don't know why I would be terrified of it, especially with Mason Rudolph at quarterback. It's, it's kind of weird because, like, I don't think Kenny Pickett's a great quarterback or anything, but the Steelers certainly managed to find a way to get worse guys to make him look better behind him, whether it's Rudolph or Trubisky. Did you see Jalen Warren's comment after? Uh, I did. Pickett's? Yeah, yeah, saying, like, I would have blocked for him if the roles were reversed, basically. It's like, oof, it's <laughs> make me feel bad if I was Pickett's. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. There's a lot that comes into play right here because this could impact if the Bengals win. They're obviously still in the playoff hunt. They're in a really yeah. good space where I feel like they could go one and one or two and then go two and oh in the final games and get in the postseason. I think it would knock off or guarantee that Mike Tomlin wouldn't have a winning record for the first time in his career. I believe if, it when it's at uh, what nine losses. That's true. And it could um it'll knock them out of the playoffs. I would feel very yeah. I'd feel very good about that. So this is a huge game for them. For the Cincinnati Bengals, and and they need an AFC North win. They have zero right now. Can't go winless in the division. That's just embarrassing. No, no, it's. An, I mean, that even that first matchup versus them, and if Joe Burrow would have played, I have zero doubt that they would have won the game. Um, it was absolutely embarrassing watching them. Um, it, it was all tight end game. It was picket tight end. It was. I I just they couldn't stop them defensively. So going into this game, Cincinnati Bengals. Eight and six, surprising a lot of people. Jake Browning three and one as a starter, three and zero oh in the last three starts. Huge game for them on the road on a Saturday. Finally, getting seven days between their game after three games in twelve days. What do you think is going to happen? I predicted the last game. Sorry, a real quick one to ask you because you mentioned the tight end. So Pratt Firemuth had 120 yards against the Bengals. Can you guess how many yards he had in his next best game? Sixty-five. Forty-one. Stop it. That's embarrassing. 
Yeah, triple. He tripled that. I guess it was the Matt Canada. It was the it was the game after Matt Canada was fired. So I, know, I mean, just we're excited. Absolutely terrible. Um, I I want the Steelers to be average or right in the middle because I want them to be out of content. Like I don't want them to be in an area where they can get a quarterback. They're out of that area, I think. I I hope so. I hope yeah. so. They can after this weekend they can win another game. That's totally fine. I want them to be right in the middle of the NFL draft pick. That is fine with me. Being average right there, even if you get a 500 record every year, I am totally fine with that for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, just don't let them get anywhere near the top on those um, NFL draft picks. But when you think about this game, I'm having you predict what is going to happen. Go ahead, go first. Yeah, sorry, I got distracted. So okay. I look up that Pat Fryermuth thing. Um, yeah, I, I feel like, again, I think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring but I, I feel like I keep predicting that and that never happens. Even if it looks as good that way in the first half of that Minnesota game, didn't happen the second half. So I think that the Bengals will have a better run game. I think they'll be able to manage something there. I also think that the pass game is probably not going to be as potent as it's been because you're out Jamar Chase. And on the other side, I just don't see Pittsburgh doing a ton moving the ball. Um, this is a big test for the offensive line, I think because they were pretty good in pass protection against the Steelers, but they're terrible in the run game. And they've been good in all facets the past, what, three weeks? However many this, however long this win streak's been, they've been good. And that's going to be a big question for if they can keep that going um, in a game where they struggled just a few weeks ago against this team to be able to block them. I'm going to go Bengals 20, Steelers 17. I think they win. I think they're the better team, but... At the same time, it, it feels it feels trappy. It, I don't know why. Mason Rudolph doesn't have me feeling like you know he's going to move the ball on them. But the Steelers team just—they are the ultimate. Like you have to see them die to finally believe that they're out and done. Because they are such a team that just hangs in games, hangs in games, and then some stupid stuff happens, and they end out. <laughs> And then they're lining up Chris Boswell to kick a 33-yarder to win the game somehow. You're like, they weren't even – they never led this game. What happened? Yeah, I think about that, that Patriots game, that primetime game, when they found a way to come back and make it a game. I'm like, oh, my goodness, um, and obviously lost it. But I agree with you. They still have something to play for, um, and they can play spoiler. They're not technically out of the playoff race yet, but obviously very, very low on it. So – you get this game, you're trying to get Cincinnati out of it. It's an AFC North game. I think it's going to be scrappy. I think it's going to be close. Um, I am actually going to go the over. I thought about 20 to 17. It just felt like a Pittsburgh Steelers, Cincinnati Bengals score. They're normally pretty close, um, except when Joe Burrow's normally out there. Besides that first game last year, he normally, I feel confident with how he matches up versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I will say the Bengals will win 23, a couple Evan McPherson field goals, um, 17. Okay. And maybe and maybe Pittsburgh gets that field goal late just to kind of make it a little bit closer. Um, but yeah, I it, it's probably gonna be a sloppy game. I'm expecting that. I don't think it's gonna be pretty on both sides of the ball. And defensively, hopefully they can stop the run for um against Pittsburgh. But yeah, that's what I'll say. We'll see what happens. That'd be huge for the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll be nine and six going into Kansas City and Kansas City. Um, that game that I thought was not gonna be as exciting anymore could actually be a really fun New Year's Eve game for them and 
again, you could mess with Kansas City's chances of getting a very high seed or the Cincinnati Bengals could be one step closer to securing a playoff spot. So it obviously gets it gets fun every single week. The more you win and uh, nine wins would be absolutely huge, not only for the Cincinnati Bengals team, but I think Zach Taylor and this coaching staff overall when a lot of people counted them out in their season out. I need to I need. I need to see them stop a tight end before I have any confidence about this Kansas City matchup. I don't care if Travis Kelsey's look slower and been worse. If they are still giving up like 100 yards to Pat Fryermuth. You're right. I mean, have I'm you gonna... seen his flops? Have you seen Travis Kelsey's flops lately? I did see I mean... that flop. I'm, I'm actually heavily invested because he's my tight end in fantasy. So <laughs> I yeah, traded I... for him and then, he, and then he decided he's old. <laughs> He's still Travis Kelsey. He's still Travis yeah. Kelsey. And I agree with you. If you're making some of these other tight ends look good and you could even see Minnesota was like, Oh, let's just go to the tight end position. Right. Now, obviously yeah, Hawkinson of that third and 20 something, or they just, what do tight ends wear kryptonite or something? Like, why are they not near him? 